0: What would you do if you could ask any question, any question at all? Well, you can do that tonight on What Would Blonde Jesus Do? With your host, Blonde Jesus! (laughs) Woo! Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Saturday Night. I'm Blonde Jesus, and I'm going to be your host for the next half hour. and We're going to chat and uh, talk about life. I'll take your calls. If you want to call in at 323-657-1493, I've got, a message. I've got a gaggle of Blonde Jesus listeners already in the call queue. But if you want to listen and then ask a question, you've got to press 1 on the keypad, and it'll raise your hand on the screen, and I'll come on and we'll chat and all that fun stuff. Anyway, hey, thanks for tuning in. I have a couple of quick programming notes as we just get started. I just want to give shout-outs to... Um, Our other hosts on this network, starting on Sunday night, we have uh, Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door, live at 8 p.m. Pacific time. You can call and ask Rebecca questions. On Tuesday morning at 8 a.m., we have the Stephanie Gerard Show, and Stephanie is a psychic medium, energetic healer. She does all kinds of energy work and healing, and she is super cool to listen to also bright and early on your Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. Pacific time. On Thursday and Friday, or I really should say Thursday or Friday, Rob with Rated LGBT Radio is doing his show. It depends upon the guest and what their schedule's like and all of that, you know, you know how uh, it goes on Rated LGBT Radio. They get some amazing guests, and so depending upon what they can do, it's either Thursday or it's Friday, but it's Rated LGBT Radio. And then, of course, on Saturday night, it's Wednesday. Jesus, doing. I'm your host, Blonde Jesus. Okay, all of that's out of the way. So last week, we took a listener, letter, Moses from Manhattan, to take a job working from home or to keep his job in an office where he hated the office politics. Well, the update of the week is, and I'll try to do this with you. So after the show, uh, Moses in Manhattan, and of course, that's not really the person's name, but we protect the names to protect maybe the innocent or not so innocent as all of us
1: sinners here on a Saturday
0: night. Anyway, so Moses in Manhattan, he uh, got back in touch with me and he did take the job. He'll be starting that work from home job at the end of February, and he's very, very excited. So congratulations, Moses, and I hope you heed my advice for setting up a successful home office. Um, you know, because working from home, boy, I'm telling you, it, for everybody thinks it's so sexy and so cool until you do it, and you got all kinds of other distractions. But we covered that last week. If you want to hear what I said last week, then go back to the archives and go to What Would Blonde Jesus Do? So this week, um, we've got somebody raising their hand, so I'm going to um, go to the phone and we'll see. So welcome, Connor, to What Would Blonde Jesus Do? How are you tonight?
1: I am lovely. How are you?
0: I'm great. Do you have a question for Blonde Jesus tonight? Or do you call to say hi? Or, you know, what's going on?
1: Well, Blonde Jesus, I called to say hi. And I wanted yeah. to know, what would Blonde Jesus do if, if you were looking at your upcoming week and you wanted to sort out some issues in your mind? How would you prioritize where to start? To look at stuff. It's really easy.
0: It's very easy. Yeah. The first thing I would do. Because I have two days off during the week. Okay. From my regular J-O-B. That's on Monday and Tuesday. So Monday. As I'm getting my thoughts. At my other part-time job. I would be Mm -hmm. mentally gathering some notes. That I could come home Monday night. And make a list. And then I would make this list of things. That I have questions about. Or problems with. And then on Tuesday morning at 8 o'clock. I would call the Stephanie Gerard show. And I would ask Stephanie what, um, you know, what was going on in my world and what she would recommend for me. Maybe even schedule a private reading with her. I don't know, but that's what I would do.
1: You know, I like that. I'm not great with making lists, but I could start now. Why not? And I think I'll call into her show. I think I that's think a cool idea. Could.
0: Okay. Well, thanks yeah. for the caller. Great night. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, so this week, we're going to read a listener letter. And so here's the deal. I'll take your calls if you want to call in and chit-chat, and we'll do all of that fun. And I'll give them advice. Am I secretly psychic or just an awesome advisor? Tonight, that's really up for discussion and debate. You get to decide, and there is no wrong answer. Whatever you think is the right answer. But I'm getting a lot of people who are like, oh, I like the idea of being able to write in and be honest. So... Tonight's letter comes from Ruth in Reno. Okay, move over Moses in Manhattan. Tonight it's Ruth Reno. And of course, just like I told you, I telegraphed the whole thing to you. It's not her name is not really Ruth, and she's not really from Reno, but rhymes. It's, so tonight it's Ruth in Reno. She's writing in. She goes, dear Jesus. my friend told me to listen to your show last week, and after hearing what you said, I decided to write you for advice. I moved to Reno last year to start a new career in real estate. I've had several different jobs in the past, but I'm most passionate about what I get to do now to help people find homes. So unfortunately, my passion to help left me not really to able to help myself much. Before I moved, I didn't think it would take as long as it did to get my first client and my first deal. So I ended up running out of money a lot faster than I thought I would. I'm renting a room and soon found even paying a discounted rate was more than I could manage. I was fortunate to have one of my mentors at the company help with my expenses until my first deal closed, but my landlord is pissed I had to keep asking for a discount. I was able to pay the money that was loaned to me back after my first deal, using my first $1 million-plus deal this month, I'll get paid on Monday. I expect after my dues and fees are taken out to clear around $30,000. It's more money than I've ever made, and now I want to make sure I'm smart with how I spend it. My monthly expenses are around $1,700. I like that car, and I want to for a rainy day. And as you can guess, Blonde Jesus, my credit also sucks. What would you do? Holy cow. Okay, Ruth and Reno. Oh, I hope you're sitting down because I've got several notes for you. And if you miss all of the notes or don't take, you know, like shorthand, go back to the replay. Or download this on Apple Tunes under the LGBT banner. Blonde Jesus Tonight is the episode tonight. Blonde Jesus Secretly Psychic or Awesome Advisor. You can download this and then play it back as often as you like. Or just copy the link on the show. Or, you know, you, you've got it all down for all the PPE, popular podcast experiences everywhere. PPE. P squared E squared. That's what this is. So Ruth in Reno. Okay, I got your letter on Tuesday afternoon, and I made some notes then. And I went through today, uh, before the show, and just kind of added to that. So I think that you're in a really good spot right now, and the fact that you recognize that you need to uh, really start planning ahead, given the fact that you are in a commission type of a um, role, um, and you know, by the sounds of things, you don't have other um, income coming in and and so you know you're going to get this big fat check on Monday. Great, good for you. I'm really proud of you too. That takes a lot of hard work. Um, but keep in mind Noah did not build the ark in a day, and you won't have to build yours either to build it. Um, you're going to be able to take several steps now in the immediate to make the next coming months easier. So, and the reason I think that this is a key moment for your year. A couple of reasons. Number one, well, you're getting a, a boatload of money and nothing boosts somebody's confidence, ego, suave, double personality, oh. a fat check. That clears and is in your account and you can do it as you please maybe you do and I think that's a fantastic approach is to I had a a sales director one time in a career many many moons ago she goes you go buy that house it should be bigger than what you're in now go buy that brand new car go buy the boat plan that vacation that's really first class and you know start planning on getting into debt but not real debt But successful debt, meaning I'm going to go buy that new house, but I'm going to work so much harder or I'm going to continue being successful that I'm going to be able to easily afford said house, boat, vacation, car, new wife, diamonds, whatever. And I really respected uh, Darlene for that. Darlene is one of the, the most amazing salespeople, sales directors, sales managers that I've ever had. But she'd also help get you there. It wasn't just like, you know, go get into debt and then forget it. OK, so you don't have to take this thirty thousand dollars that you're going to get on Monday and then blow it all in one day. Um, given the recap of what you're talking about, of, you know, having some trouble paying your living, like you get the car, I'm going to give you kind of a three pronged approach on what Blonde Jesus is recommending for your financial first half of twenty twenty one. Now I'm going to based on I'm going to make a couple assumptions here. One that you've had a deal that closed, and then you get this other big deal that just closed that you're getting money on. So it sounds like you have clients that you're working with, hopefully for both selling and buying, so you get you know commission on both ends of those. And based on the momentum of what you're indicating here, you're starting to see some traction and people giving you referrals and things like that. So it sounds like you're going to have a, a fantastic um, year money wise. But nothing makes a salesperson more nervous than when you only are getting that one check and you don't have a other check the next Friday or the Friday after that or the Friday after that or the Friday after that. And you're going, OK, that $30,000 I just got, it seems like a lot of money, but that was, you know, now 48 months ago and now I don't have anything to live on. Well, that's not going to be your case. I can tell from your, your tone here, Ruth and Reno, you're going to be very successful. But if you're going to get this big fat check, you want to keep this momentum going for you as long as you possibly can. So my three-pronged approach for you is, number one, I want you to set aside $2,000 a month for your living expenses. And you'll say, well, I told you it's only $1,700 a month that I need to pay all my bills. That's great. What I want you to do is set aside $2,000 a month for the next five months. So out of that $30,000 that you're going to clear on Monday, I want you to set aside $10,000. You're going, that's that's a lot of money. Well, it sounds like a lot of money. You're going to find that what this will allow you to do is proceed with your clients and selling and buying their homes and maybe taking a day off every once in a while or going to see your family and friends. It's going to Flexibilities to do that without having the pressure of I don't have any money, I don't have any money, I don't have any money, or I'm stretched so thin I can't get by. So for the next five months, you're going to have that ten thousand dollars that's going to decrease by seventeen hundred a month when you pay your bills, and you'll have a little bit of money left over. Maybe you know you have a little slush fund in there so you you know can go out to Arby's with a for five, or go to Cheesecake Factory, or get a full-time gig. yeah. But at the end of that five months, um, you'll probably have had at least one or two or three other new deals that will have been in process and hopefully closed and paid you more money to add to your rent or future home purchase fund. Okay. So now a third of your money's gone. So you're like, I've only got $20,000 left. What am I going to do with that? I need a new car. Well, here's the deal. Um, Ruth, you just started this career in real estate. Nobody is expecting you to be driving around in a Lamborghini. And quite frankly, if you did drive around in a Lamborghini and you just started doing real estate, somebody would think you're probably working for the mob or you sold drugs on the side or other nefarious things. Okay, so being practical with your money right now, I think, is going to be a real strong suit for the clients that you work with, because they will see the fact that, A, you're new to this industry, B, you work Anybody else that they have ever worked with, so they love working with you, and see, they see that the money that you're getting, you're being smart with. That infuses confidence in your clients to do more business with you and to refer people to you. Not here's Ruth and Rena running around in her, you know, Lamborghini that she can't afford, and now she can't afford rent and she can't afford food, and, but she's got a Lamborghini at least for another thirty days. The advice here, Ruth, is to not get crazy. You get your living expenses squared away. Step number two, with that $20,000, we are going to divide that again in half. Half of that we're going to have as a car fund concept. So let's say you have a car you want to get. But keep in mind, this is going to be your first car, or maybe not your first car, but your first car at least in this scenario that you've written to me about. And with this, You probably want to get the fanciest car you possibly can. I'm going to counsel you against that. I think given your scenario, you want to think short-term, long-term here. Short-term, you just need a reliable, economical, reliable, Economical. You know those words are repeating now. Economical, reliable car that's going to get you from point A to point B. It should be nice, but it doesn't need to be brand new. Doesn't need to be the top of the line because nobody's going to expect that you're going to be driving a top of the line Range Rover, Lamborghini, Ferrari, Mercedes Benz, when you've been when you've been in the business a year. Okay, and they won't like you more for it if you do that. So. What we'd like you to do is start looking for a car that's probably going to be around $10,000. Now, when you find this perfect car, you go like, ooh, but it's really twelve. Okay, That's great. We want you to get a car that's going to be $10,000 or less. Here's why. You have so many other things in the pipeline, hopefully, based on how your letter reads, that your next year is going to be really awesome. So you just need kind of like the, the starter car. Like a starter wife or a starter husband or boyfriend or starter girlfriend. You know, it's the one that you you get when you're first just, you know, learning the ropes of relationships. This is gonna be the car that you're gonna get the first rope of relationships for driving around a city that you haven't driven around before. I don't know what the drivers in Reno are like. Maybe they're lovely. I but I used to watch Reno nine one one on Comedy Central that didn't install a lot of faith and all of that. So you're gonna ten thousand dollars. We're gonna go find a you said your credit's bad. Here's what I want you to do. Think about it. Now, you go talk to your financial advisor. I'm not a CPA. I'm not licensed to give you financial advice. I'm just telling you what Blonde Jesus would do, given the information you've shared with me. I would find a $10,000 car. So maybe like a nice Honda Civic or something like that. It's you know, 2015, 2016, 17, something like that. I don't know what they go for. It could be a Toyota Corolla, Toyota camera, whatever. But it's not going to be the Lamborghini. So you're going to go find this car. And when you find it, you are going to find this perfect $10,000 car. You're going to put $8,000 down. You're like, well, what about the other 2000 I just, I need to pay for the rent. Yes, you do. And your credit is terrible. So the other 2000 I want you to let the dealer finance. Or if you can get pre-approved or go get a loan for $2,000. You say, but I've got the money to pay for it. Exactly. And so what you're going to do Is a couple of things. You're going to keep that extra $2,000 that you could have used just to pay off the car and paid cash for it. What we're going to do is hold that money back, get a loan down. And let's just say that $2,000 loan has a 24 month term. Okay. So you're going to make payments for the next 24 months to pay off that $2,000. Guess what you're really going to do? Instead of paying it off over 24 months, you're going to pay it off in six, maybe eight, You've already got the money in the bank to make the payment. What you're doing is showing that you are capable of managing your credit. So I want you to think about that, that you could have paid cash for the car or something like that, or you could get yourself the debt that you don't need. Well, there's no point of doing that because this car, again, it's your starter car. This is not the car that you're going to you know, say, I'm getting my fifth Rolls Royce, fifth Bentley, fifth whatever. This is your starter car get something that's reliable, get you to point A to B. doesn't cost a lot for repairs. You're not going to need to put a bunch of new tires, things like that. That's step number two. And that's step number, you're going to have that balance of $10,000 left over. Okay? So now, what are you going to do with that? Okay. So here's the deal. Things happen. Okay? So, you know, you have that client that you're working with, and the deal is stalled. Sympathy for you because you didn't save your money. So maybe you need car repairs. Maybe you want to take a vacation in 2022 when you can get on a plane again. Maybe you want to save some money for T-A-X-E-S. That's taxes. The more money you make, the more you're going to pay. Unless, you know, a really good tax person. Uh, Maybe you want to put money away for a 401k. So, you know, in 30, 40, 50 years, you get some money to take care of you when you're old and gray. You know, there's always things that come up on a monthly basis, quarterly basis that you're like, oh, shoot. That didn't factor into my $1,700 monthly expense fund. Maybe you want to get your hair done or get a new outfit or something like that. Things happen. So take that last $10,000 and put it into a fund that's kind of hard to get to. So maybe you're putting it into like a 401k or something that you kind of have to do like a CrossFit exercise routine before somebody will grant you access to the account. Do that because that money doesn't need to be spent by the first of every month. I'm giving you permission to let that money sit in the bank and not be spent. Save your money. Keep your money in the bank account as long as you can. Get your bills paid. Start building up your credit correctly, slowly, and very, and I say very slowly, but you will see quickly over time. Your credit will be better because you have been financially fiscal and responsible with decisions and how you're going to pay for your rent and how you're going to manage your um, car and all of these other things. You are going to have more. Free mental energy to pursue your passions, to help your clients, to sell and buy more homes, and with your ability to charm and delight, get more referrals and more business, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on, like that. So, Ruth Reno, that is my advice to you tonight. So, I'm going to say, please keep it on what you do, how you do. Um, we, we just want you to be super successful and happy. Um, we've got another caller. And again, I haven't pre-screened you, so I have no idea. But welcome to the show. I'm Blonde Jesus. And who is this?
1: Hi, this is Carla.
0: Hi, Carla. How are you tonight?
1: I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm great. So what's going on in your world?
1: Um, okay, I like somebody. Okay. And I wonder if you see anything for us coming.
0: Well, I, and I'm going to ask you this here, Carla. So, um, how do you know this person? Is this somebody you've met through work, on at, at, at school, on an app? I mean no, how, do you, how are you connected? No, I
1: met him. I met him um, on the street while I was bike riding.
0: Awesome. Okay. So, is he a bike rider also? Yes. So do you? So have you had a chance to like you know go to coffee or go on a bike ride together? What what's your initial feeling on this special biking guy? Um,
1: I'm not so clear. I think he has commitment issues.
0: Oh uh, well, I mean that's it. I think it, you know timing is everything. You know, so when you you know meet somebody as much as you want them to be on your schedule, I, you know, oftentimes it, that is really not the case. You know, it's, you know, are you going to be able to be on their yeah. schedule? Um, yeah. you know, is he otherwise involved Is he, or is he available to be in a dating relationship if he is interested?
1: Yeah, he, he seems to be, I mean, yeah, I do have to do the, I do have to like, Sometimes reach out and then he'll call me back or something. But
0: mm-hmm. now, are you comfortable being the pursuer here, or do you are you going like, dude, are you gonna like chase after me a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just reach out with a text and then he'll call. Um, but yeah, he, I think I'm doing more of the reaching out. <laughs>
0: You know, it's I think, you know, dating is such a weird thing these days, especially with COVID and masks and just everything that's going on. Have you had a chance to, you know, have any conversation about, you know, you know, hey, do you kind of think I'm cute. Um, you know, I kind of think you're, you know, kind of a catch also. Would you like to maybe instead of going, you know, when we're done with the bike ride, go grab a cup of coffee or go have lunch or something like that?
1: Or yeah, does he just think ahead, of you as the I biking,
0: biking friend. No we've had many dates, okay, so what is so if you've had many dates, Carlo I mean um, why is what I mean with the commitment issues, has he had a bad relationship in the past? I
1: guess I guess yeah. he was yeah, I don't want to go into it on the radio that's okay
0: yeah. that's fine you know, and no no need to yeah I think you know if I think it's really going to depend upon what you're going to be comfortable with, you know if you are oh, with being the person that texts or calls first, and you know, he, then at that point he responds. I I see nothing wrong with that, if both of you are happy with how that works. No, there's you nothing
1: know. wrong with it, and I don't need to reach out all the time either. I'm okay. fine
0: with my faith. Yeah, maybe it's just going to be – I think it's, it's probably going to be just something that's going to kind of go a little on the slower – um, on the slower evolve path. And I don't, I think that's actually kind of a nice way to get to know somebody and just make sure that there's, you know, a good vibe for you. So slow is not a bad thing today. You know, if we're having the same conversation next year, it's like, Garrett, we're still not going anywhere and this is just not happening. I'll say, well, Carlo, you know, it's been a year. It's time to maybe reevaluate where you want to be. But uh, you know, if you guys are getting along, and you enjoy each other's company, just keep going with it. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I think that if you can get, um, you know, you know, just see where it's going to take you in the next six months, you know, and if you're still thinking that, you know, it's just not going as fast as you'd like, that's when I would set them down and just say, um, okay, where do you see this going? I like you. I think you like me. And, you know, are we going to just keep going around in circles or are we actually going anywhere? Um, but in the meantime, just enjoy yourselves. And I think that'll you,
1: scare him. I think he'll be like, "Oh, I have to finish my project, and then I'll maybe, uh, and in two years no. I'll be ready." And he keeps postponing. It.
0: And but, but if that's the case, you know, if if you really are meant to be, again, if the timing is right, then the time will happen. But if you get to a point where it's like, you know what? I, you know, I can't wait two more years because of your project. I want to be in a committed relationship but with somebody else waiting. now. But
1: I'm living my life. I, I don't feel – it's very hard, like you said, uh, to meet yeah. people in this at this time. So, well, I enjoy mean, it, it may yeah. not be hard for everybody. Some people may be meeting people, you know.
0: Well, depends I, on
1: I, what you're going through.
0: Exactly. Well, I think, you know, for where you're at right now, Carla, it sounds like you're in a really good spot. You know, it might not be as fast or as furious as you might like, but, you know, given the fact that you both enjoy each other's company and, you know, he sounds like he's busy and he's got a lot going on as long as you're comfortable with it. I would say, just keep going. You know, I think you're both yeah, having a great I'm time and, 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 um, you know, I'm just going to send good thoughts and good vibes to you. And, and for heaven's Thank sake, you. keep biking. So sweet. I I am biking a lot. Yes, I am.
1: Awesome. Fantastic. yeah.
0: Yeah. Keep us posted. You know, we all we love to hear from you, and it would be great to get Thank an update you. and you know see what's going on and um you know just feel free to call in. We're here every Saturday night at eight p.m. Pacific time. It would be a pleasure to have you back.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Carla. Enjoy your night. For Thanks for the call. call. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Carla. Okay, everybody, real quick recap tomorrow night on um, the Rebecca Fisk Psychic Next Door. She'll be taking your calls at 8 p.m. Pacific time for an hour. Tuesday morning, it's the Stephanie Gerard Show. She's a psychic medium, chakra energy cleanser, plug puller, cord cutter, 8 a.m. Pacific time. And on Thursday or Friday, it's rated LGBT radio with Rob Watson. And he has a variety of topics and guests. So, and I encourage you to check them all out. And again, you can download them on the um, Apple's iTunes podcast under the rated LGBT radio banner. Or, of course, just listen right here on Blog Talk. So have a great rest of your weekend. Congratulations to Ruth in Reno on your big fat paycheck. I'm so proud of you. And for Carla and her biking boyfriend, um, I was going to say keep on trucking. But it's, we're not trucking if we're biking. But keep on pedaling, I guess. And that would be awesome. We'll see you back here next week. Saturday night. If you want to call in, again, 323-657-1493 is the hotline, or you can send a letter into uh, the show through BlondeJesus.com, and it would be awesome to read your letter on air next week. Have a great evening, everybody. Yes, that includes you. Night, night.